welcome to the Conscious Coaches on the Mission, the podcast where we take super inspiring and profitable mindset, energetics, and online business strategy and get it into the hands of the most heart-centered people like you, creating mission-driven, soul-aligned businesses. I'm your host, Eugenia Oganova. I am a Clairvoyant seven-figure business strategist, personal transformation expert, and a messaging energetics coach with over 20 years of experience. I'm the owner and CEO of TranscensionGate.com and the creator of the Conscious Future Method. I'm also a best-selling author of three books, and I've been featured in over 100 publications, specializing in helping spiritual coaches and healers sustainably scale into multiple six and seven figures without forcing themselves to work harder by weaving masculine business strategy to feminine quantum energetics and customizing with their unique soul design and mission. Twice per week, in my 20-minute conversations, I'll be celebrating one lucky conscious entrepreneur on a unique mission, their expertise, business growth, leadership, and contribution to human awakening. Stick around to the end of the show. In 20 minutes, I'll reveal how you can be my next guest. Let's do it. Welcome back to another episode of Conscious Coaches on a Mission. I am so glad to introduce you to our today's guest. She's absolutely awesome. I've already been on her podcast, and now she's on mine. So we're definitely clicked in. I'm Catherine O'Leary, and she is a... A person who helps you connect to your ideal clients by asking correct questions. So this is going to be kind of the direction of where we're going to go today. So welcome. Oh, thank you so much. And I'm so happy to be here. And it was so much fun having you on um, on my podcast. And uh, we just connected. And I'm glad to be here and, and talking to your audience. Awesome. So let's start by looking at the major premise of what is it that you're actually talking about. So your kind of way of being in the world of entrepreneurship and helping people is through connecting the entrepreneurs, especially to the people that they want to work with by um, connecting the dots for the audience, right? Like asking specific questions and eliciting certain response that then starts the conversation. Am I understanding it correctly? That is correct. Yeah. So, so tell us like how that works. Like, let's start there because that's the foundational piece for everything you do. Absolutely. So basically what we want to do is get curious because one of the things that entrepreneurs do um, is we ask a couple of questions around what problems our, our ideal clients have. And then we go straight into a solution. We go straight into a sales conversation and it feels a little bit like proposing marriage on the first date. Because you haven't asked really any questions. You haven't really gotten to know the person. You haven't built the relationship to a point where you can offer advice or offer solutions. So what mm -hmm. I um, like to do is actually, you know, create a client attraction system that talks about and asks a lot of questions of what your ideal clients are looking for. So by asking questions that your ideal clients are asking themselves or that your ideal clients want to know the answers to, you draw them in and by by making sure you're just talking to your ideal clients, then you're able to have those conversations around advice and solutions and, and so on that are customized 
personalized and they build those relationships, but they're with the people that you should be talking to as opposed to everyone. I mean, we, we talked a little bit before about, you know, like you, you want to be talking to your niche and to your, to your target audience because they're the people that are going to be ready to work with you as opposed to the tire kickers and the freebie seekers and, you know, the people that maybe aren't ready for you. So by asking questions and getting super curious about your ideal clients and what they're going through and the questions they're asking themselves and how you can help them think through the problem that they have to the solution that you have, then they are ready to listen to the solution and actually, you know, continue the conversation with you. And you can do that in a quiz format. You can do that with, you know, a 60 second quiz. Well, yeah, and you are the quiz queen. <laughs> this is what you do. So how does somebody know uh, what is the right question? So I always like to start um, with your ideal clients. I call it the 3 a.m. question. So what's that 3 a.m. question that your clients are waking up with about the problem that you help them solve? And, you know, so what, you know, at 3 a.m., what do they wake up, you know, jarred and and thinking, oh, my gosh, I just wish I could. Or how am I going to, how am I going to scale my business? How am I going to, you know, get to the next level? I wish I could have more time in my, you know, in my day. Or for a relationship coach, maybe it's like, um, like their client is thinking, why is he not texting me back? Or, or how do I make this work? Or Mm -hmm. how do, how do we get better at talking? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, um, maybe if it's nutrition, like, how do I, you know, how do I lose, like, how, like, how do I get better sleep? Or how do I lose more weight? You know, mm-hmm. so for the problems that you solve, what is your ideal client actually waking up thinking about in their language? So remember to put it in their words, not our words, um, because we're on the other side of this of the solution a lot of the times. So the way we talk about the problem when you've already solved it is very different for the person that's actually immersed in the problem right now like they don't see the forest for the trees they just see the problem so what's what are the words that they use because by tapping into that and tap and being able to turn that worry into a question that you can help them answer in a quiz format will draw them in they'll be like oh my gosh yeah i was just thinking of that i was just you know i'm i'm worried about that i'm worried about you know, how, how do I get more clients in the door so I can make the payments that I need to make? Like whatever that language is for you um, or, or for your ideal clients so that you can draw them in so that they know that it's something that they want a solution to immediately, but also so that um, you can start helping them go through the stepping stones of thinking through how do I get from where I am now to the solution? So that's where the rest of the questions come in. So things like, you know, well, what do you what do you usually ask your your potential clients? Um, I call it a coffee chat. So you sit down and somebody says, you know what, I have this problem. This is what I'm waking up at 3 a.m. worried about. Okay, there are there are likely a couple of questions that you usually ask them, like, you know, where where are you in your business right now? Or where are you in your relationship right now? Um, what's your biggest challenge? What's your biggest desire? And, and you know, how do you see your life in, in a year from now if all of this was, you know, going the way you'd like it to? Like there, there are typical questions that you tend to ask as a business owner. Those questions can help your, your ideal clients go from the problem that they have 
in their own words, to starting to see the pathway to you and to your solution as they go through and say, oh, well, if I'm, um, you know, a, uh, a relationship coach that's helping, uh, you know, women reclaim, you know, the, the voice in their relationship, well, you know, how long have you been, you know, with your partner? Um, do you go on date nights? Um, do you, have you been to any kind of counseling or therapy before? Like, what are the questions that you would typically ask to start the conversation around? Oh, I think, you know, I think that maybe you could do um, some active listening or some um, journaling, you know, whatever those out, whatever those kind of solutions might be. There's some questions that you kind of prime them with that they already are asking themselves that make them think logically through the problem to the solution so that you can then you can then be, you know, the amazing Kreskin that's like, oh, my gosh, she was in my head. Like, how did that even happen? Of course, I need to do active listening or, of course, you know, journaling is going to help me. So then they want to continue the conversation with you. Right. Then, you know, if you want to learn more, then you, you know, you book a call or you go to the webinar or you go to the master class or you, you know, take the the workshop uh, in order to learn more. So you've in a very short time frame, you've talked about the problem that they're worried about most. Um, you've kind of softly taken them through a roadmap to the solution and you've offered them something they can do right away. And then you've you've invited them to another conversation where you can get deeper into the actual solution so that you're not jumping straight into a conversation about, you know, for $5,000, we can do this because that's what a lot of entrepreneurs tend to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that actually makes very good sense as far as like, like what I teach my clients is how to get pre-sold clients. Well, we get yeah. pre-sold clients by educating them ahead of time. And yes. the questions you're talking about, that's very similar to what typically, like in the way that like I work with my clients is this is what we would do in a sales call. So we would kind of like have the client arrive themselves at the idea of desire to work with us instead of ever just like selling directly because that doesn't work anyway. So here you're doing it on the front end to people that don't know you yet. So it's sort of like putting a free content out there only here instead of a free content that's one post, it becomes a quiz, right? Correct. It becomes a, a quiz that people can take and then they get, they do get a report at the end of the quiz. You do mm -hmm. solve the question that you, you've been posed, like that you posed in, in the original quiz um, question that they, they're, they're struggling with. Mm -hmm. That's your lead magnet. Like that's the little report. That's the web um, or the video that you give them to say, oh, you, you need to do some, maybe some more active listening. Here are three tips that you know you can practice right now with your um, partner to increase your active listening. If that's all they get and they walk away with just that, they're complete in the sense that they've got a, a start to the answer mm -hmm. of the solution. But of course, you want them to to continue on because now you've built that authority up, that know, like, and trust factor. You've built a little bit of a relationship. They know what they're going to be talking about when they get into your calendar. You don't have to take the time on the call to go through that preliminary, let's, you know, get to, you know, know what we do. Um, and and that part of the sales call is done in the quiz so that you now are spending, you know, time just talking about how are we going to work together? Mm -hmm. Like it's it's not a it's not an education process anymore. That's done already. 
Yeah, and it sounds like a, a different sort of access point for people. Um, I've seen something like that with video ask and some other things when people kind of like do uh, like if if this, then that kind of yeah. like a kind of conditional answer. But um, here it sounds like it's more in depth and very much tailored to um, the business, right? To to like the questions you want to ask them. So where do you find here comes in the knowledge of your audience? Would somebody need to do market research prior to understand this? Or is this also could be used in a sense, kind of like a survey sort of to get their answers as well? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, I actually, from in my corporate experience, uh, 30 years in corporate, I did market research and consumer insights all the way through for mm -hmm. the Fortune 100 companies like Apple and Pepsi and and HP, a survey tends to be something that is one-sided. So a, a, a business will go and ask a bunch of questions from people, pull in the data, like pull in the information and go and use it in whatever way they see fit. But the consumer doesn't get anything out of that, right? All they've done is it, maybe maybe they get paid. Like in market mm -hmm. research, we used to pay people to to do a survey because you know, like to incent them because that's all they get. With the quiz, it's more of a two-way conversation where you're saying, I think that you have this question. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you do, then take this quiz to find an answer. So they're getting an answer out of, out of the quiz. You're getting the information still. So you're still using it like, you know, a data collection tool. And that, that information is gold. Um, but now it's a two-way conversation. Um, and you can... Um, your your original question around can you use it for market research? Absolutely. Um, one of the things though with a quiz is to really know your target audience. You got to know that three AM question. That's where your research needs to be. Like you know, you 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 need to do. You got to know where to start. <laughs> you got to know where to start. You and you got to you got to know what they're saying in their language. So mm -hmm. one of the tips I can give people right now is you know. Use your topic, like if you're a relationship coach, use your topic, go on to Amazon, go into the books section and, you know, type in your topic and search for what, you know, what books have been published in the last 30 or 90 days, right? The best thing about that is that not only do you get the titles to see what people are, you know, putting out there in the sense of they've done the research, they, they know what the 3 a.m. question is. But also what the uh, the keywords that they're using in their descriptions. So they've also done all the SEO keyword search research. So you can kind of pick and choose a little bit off that. So if you mm -hmm. you know, and, and Amazon is a great place to do some free market research as opposed to doing paid market research. Google is is another resource. Um, podcasts and YouTube, um, also you know, places where you can go to find how your ideal clients are talking about the problem that they're having. Yeah, and I think the conversation piece of that is also very important because if we kind of like talk at them, that's very different than if we talk with them. So being able to converse in the sense that doesn't like it includes you and it includes them. So then there is a depth of mm, interaction that well, I teach energetics as well. So like from my perspective, that means that it builds a relationship. So now there's reciprocity that's also created. Would you agree? Absolutely. And the best market research is always going to be talking with your ideal clients. Mm -hmm. 100%. So whether that's qualitatively, where you're getting them into, you know, a, a conversation, maybe an in-depth conversation, or it's qualitatively, like you were saying, with a survey, 
um, you know, you, you can do that, but there are also um, tools that you can use that don't require, you know, a big list of of clients or what like that you can get started with. Well, that's yeah, that makes sense. And it's interesting twist too on the quiz that you're talking about, because I think majority of people think of a quiz as in like, what's your money personality or what what archetype you are or something like that. Like I, I do some of this kind of assessments myself in my work and many of my clients yep. do as well. Uh, those are kind of like more typical assessment kind of an idea that's paid or free that's like you know what are you are you this or are you that kind of a things that we all see online you're talking about something that's actually generating paid clients <laughs> well yes um so there there's lots of ways to get curious and to ask questions in your business one of them is through lead generation and you can use a quiz like we're, we've been talking about more of a lead generation quiz that's at the top of the the conversation so at the top of the funnel per se um, what you were talking about just now with an assessment or maybe an application form or something that's a little bit more in depth, like a, an intake form, that's probably further down where they're already a client or they're about to go into more of an in-depth discussion to become a client, but you don't have to really get like, like they're already ready to go. Like they're, they're, they're paid or they're about to be paid. Um, and, and that's when assessments are fantastic, um, or the, uh, the intake forms or the, the questionnaires that might be a little bit longer. That's when a survey is, it can be used, um, so that you're collecting information that you can use further down the line to help them. Maybe it's, you know, curriculum or it's, um, how to coach them better, um, pre and post a, a course, or a summit even, um, you know, what, what are they expecting, you know, before the summit, what should they look for? And then after the summit, what did they get? Um, those, those kinds of, you know, surveys, assessments, so on. So everything's a question. And if you, and if you approach, you know, your clients, your ideal clients with curiosity, it's going to help you, you know, go a long way to attracting the right clients and then, you know, releasing the ones that aren't ready for you because there's, there's somebody else's, um, best client. So just, um, you know, attract the best and release the rest. Yeah. And it's so important to not try to work with everybody is to, to yeah. pick the right people. So how does the question connects to the right person in your world? Like mm, asking the right question will then sort of push away the wrong person, right? Right. So mm -hmm. as people... So your 3 a.m. question, so the first question that they get should be attracting your ideal client. You might get others, and that's fine. But as they go through the next subset, like, you know, five to eight questions, they're going to fall. There are going to be people that fall off, right? They're not going to complete the quiz. Wasn't what they thought it was going to be. It's not really, you know, jiving with them. It's not something they're interested in. That's fantastic. I love it when people actually don't finish my quiz because they're they're not meant for me they're not we're not meant to work together at this point in time and if they can't take a you know a five or eight question quiz then are they going to stick around for a six week course or a six month mastermind or you know whatever it is so i don't have them in my calendar when i have sales calls and you know as you know like your time that's that's what you got to guard against. So you want to make sure that anyone that gets on the phone with you is is already pre-qualified really heavily. 
Um, so, you know, when those people fall off and because the questions don't, you know, match what they thought it was, they're really not interested in that solution. They don't want to go any further. Great. Let the quiz do that. Let the quiz do that for you. Yeah, that's very important to kind of pre-qualify them through that. And you mentioned five or six questions, so it's a pretty short quiz. So does that mean that the ending of that quiz is a call to action to set up a call or is it a natural direction to some sort of a webinar or a video training that then leads into set up a call, kind of like a sub-step in between? It can be whatever is is best for you and what your marketing strategies are. So what mm-hmm. I like to do is really work with people so that the quiz lives within their their business and their marketing strategy. So it's not a one-off something because you put a lot of effort into a quiz. This isn't like a, a, a one-hour effort. Um, you know, you're putting in a lot of strategic thought and, you know, the, the, the ideal client, the questions that you're going to ask, the reports that you're going to give them that are customized. Um, and the email sequences that you're going to be sending them, maybe some videos that you're going to be sending them. Um, and then the next step can be any number of things. They can all go to an invite to a webinar. They could all go to a, a call. Or maybe there's one outcome or segment that you know is really super hot lead for you that you want to get on a call. And maybe everyone else goes to a a sequence that, you know, nurtures them a little bit more and sends them to a masterclass or sends them to a sales page for a, you know, a um, a course of some sort, like maybe a starter course. So you can you can mix and match that. Okay, so uh, just so we understand correctly, the quiz is the idea to bring in people who have interests that you are targeting. And then out of that the wrong people will fall off or not finish or whatever. The right people will hopefully go through the whole thing. And then you build a CRM automation on the back end to send them, to truncate them essentially into different uh, nurture sequences or lower end course or call with you, right? Yep. Or or everyone goes to one thing. If they all mm-hmm. go to a webinar, that's fine. But it's up to you. And you, you can also change that as your marketing calendar mm-hmm. changes. So if you only launch, you know, your course every six months, maybe you only have the quiz going to the webinar for the course, you know, every four months. And then every, like, you know, for the rest of the year, it's to, maybe it's to a masterclass or it's to a sales page or it's to a nurture sequence or it's to a wait list. You know, maybe you want to start, you know, client wait lists. Like, you know, when we open the doors again, do you want to be the first to enter? Um, there's lots of things that you can do on the back end with it. So how did you end up with this idea of questions as the way to go? (laughs) Well, actually it's interesting because when I started my entrepreneurship, I didn't know quite how to make my market research and consumer insights corporate experience work. I I was like, how is that going to work as a, (laughs) as a business? So I started in direct sales and network marketing. And what I learned very quickly was that while the events are fantastic and the community is great and I was having a lot of fun, I was terrible at lead generation because I was attracting all the wrong kinds of people. I was spending hand over fist on paid ads that you know didn't have any return. Um, I was spending a ton of time convinced, trying to convince people on sales calls that shouldn't have really been sales calls. I just wasn't attracting high quality leads. And when I started to figure out 
I could do one of two things. I could go back to corporate and the three hour commute a day that that was for me, or I could figure it out. And so I started to look around and question, how are other people doing this? Like, how can I be innovative? How can I, how can I make a connection that builds a relationship where I'm being authentic and I'm, I'm answering the questions and not like just diving in for, for the sale. And that's when I found quiz funnels and I, I did some more research and I was like, oh, well, I can, I can create questions in my sleep. So this, this sounds easy. So I created one for my my network uh, marketing business, and I was able to triple my leads and double my sales. And then I started to do quizzes for my friends that had businesses, and I they got similar results. And then I was I was hooked because uh, I I I just I think that this is a really fun way to engage with your ideal clients and build a relationship really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that um, that doesn't or that helps you. Uh, streamline your time so you're being more efficient. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess everybody always wants to know, like, how do they filter for um, not just that it's the right client as far as like that they fit their psychographics, but more that they financially they can afford their services. Mm-hmm. How would that be um, woven into the questions? Would that be like the way of posing the question that only somebody with that income would have? Or like, well, what's your way about that? So it really depends on what you're using the quiz for and how far, you know, in, in the journey, the client journey that the, the prospect is. Um, but um, that being said, I do, um, you know, there is a question at the probably the one of the last questions to say, you know, have you, what you, how much have you uh, spent to solve this problem in the past? Or, you know, um, how much, um, you know, like ranges, like, you know, like I've spent, you know, five to 10,000, 10 to 15,000. Um, and then you can at the back end um, then qualify people to say, oh, these people aren't really for me or they need to go to a lower, you know, a lower end, you know, a low ticket offer, or these people are super hot and I really need to talk to them right away. So you can ask that question um, if it's going to help you kind of um, make sure that they, that people are going in the right stream. Um, So if you are, if you're having, like if everyone's going to a high-end mastermind, then yeah, you should ask, you should make sure that people know, like this is a, and I know, I know that one person asks this, you know, like this is a five figure conversation um you know when more when the sales call is being booked than during the quiz but you could do it either way you can ask and and just say like you should think you know are you are you willing to invest in yourself in this mm-hmm. way um so you can ask that question yeah i and think a lot, of, times a lot people of people get, right you're gonna get people like you know saying no no and you may or may not want to do that because sometimes people find the money right so it it just depends yeah. on how how you want to do that. It, it depends on your strategy. Yeah, and I think that that's where a lot of times entrepreneurs kind of freak out. Like they attract people who totally sold on what they do, but then they like thinking it's five hundred dollars and it's let's say fifteen, and they're like, "Well, that's like completely." So to me, I always try to introduce 
the that five six figure whatever the investment would be somewhere within the pr- prior to the call right so that you don't get surprised people on the call and that's kind of what you're talking about that there are ways to ask those questions within the quiz system which is really good news because i think for a lot of people that's uh one of the most important questions like we can get good at selecting the correct type of a person but then the financial part always ends up being um an issue. And you're right that sometimes you don't want to list the price, obviously, if it's a really high level offer, because people, you don't want them to choose on money, you want them to choose on value. And uh, th- this is a interesting way to kind of weave that in through a quiz. So what do you say, like, to wrap it up as the main thing that somebody can benefit by if they install this concept of a quiz somehow into their business funnel for lead gen or whatever? Well, yeah, for lead gen, I think it's really attracting your best ideal clients and then, you know, releasing the rest. So it's that vetting process being done for you, um, you know, well before people get onto a sales call so that you're you're only talking to the people that are kind of, you know, like pretty much ready to go. Mm-hmm. And, and now you're just talking about which program of yours that they want to they want to invest in. So I think that that's that's the primary thing. And, and it also as you go through this process and you think through your business strategy and your marketing strategy and you really get into your ideal target audience and what they're struggling with, there's a lot of clarity that comes with going through the process of building a quiz. You get super clear, super fast when you only have five questions to ask. So you get you get down to, oh man, like I'd love to ask like a hundred questions, but if you only have five, that real estate becomes very expensive. So you get strategic pretty quickly. And does the quiz mean some sort of a technology that you help them with in addition to help them with the questions or is your part only one or the other? So I typically help with the questions. I have lots of different um, suggestions for the technology. There are a lot of different technologies solved similar to a CRM. It depends on your budget. Depends on how many leads, depends on how many quizzes you want to do. So there's a lot of factors to go into that. So I have kind of like the the low end, you know, really easy, quick technology, the medium or the like all the bells and whistles. And we can decide which, you know, which technology is best for you. Um, but yeah, there, there, there are lots of technologies out there that can solve that that for you. But I do help you at least choose which technology and help you get it integrated. But your expertise is mostly in actually helping somebody fine tune and zoom into what are the five things that are the most important yeah. things to ask. <laughs> well, and and the que- the quiz hook, like that big question, like that first question that's going to bring in your ideal clients, because that if that's not working, then none of the other questions matter. Do people run ads to the quiz? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because so that's, that, one, that's why the hook is like <laughs> super important. Well, and it's it's really um it's really important now with Facebook changes and and some of the like Facebook uh, at least Facebook in particular, but paid advertising can be very expensive. So the you know anything that's going to draw and first of all draw in people that are going to take the quiz and, and be leads, but qualified leads. Um, I have one client that has gone from something like $10 a lead down to 83 cents a lead. Mm-hmm. And her conversion rates have all gone up because they're high quality leads. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was on Facebook paid ads. So if you have, you know, a nonprofit, you've got the Google grants going um, and you want a quiz to to help you, 
you know, convert those ads better. You know, like these are all places where a quiz can live. That's what I love about quizzes. They're platform agnostic. So it doesn't matter if you, you use them on whatever social platform. You can use them for your speak to sell. You can use them mm-hmm. as your podcast gift. You can use them as, you know, your networking gift, um, your summit gift, everything. So it goes wherever you go. <laughs> it becomes kind of a really cool entry into one's world. Yes. Well, awesome. Hey, thank you so much for explaining all of that. Now, how can people find out more about this type of thing that you do and maybe like check out if it would work for them? Yeah, well, I would love it if you went to quizformybiz.com and that you you can take my quiz, which is all about how to close the client attraction gaps that you might be having and and actually how to bridge that gap um, and then learn more if you'd like to. And that's how you can connect with me. So quizformybiz.com is where you can find me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Catherine. And yes, all this information is going to be in the show notes. You can look through all her links and check it out. And this gift, of course, we're going to put there as well. So definitely check it out. It's really interesting. And thank you so much for introducing that idea. I think most people never think from that angle. This is really (laughs) cool and could be highly (laughs) beneficial, uh, an unusual kind of a way, which totally logical, right? Because if you think about this is like what you do in a sales call, what you do through your whole marketing like your application, like everything is that. But in this format, that's a really cool kind of a way to pull people in. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for having me. And and thank you to your audience for listening to us. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Conscious Coaches on a Mission. If you are a successful coach, mentor, or a healer who would like to be a guest on my podcast, please visit transcensiongate.com slash podcast. Are you the type of person who loves to help? If you got something out of this interview, I would love you to share this episode on a social media. Just take a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Would love for you to shout us out on Facebook and Instagram at Eugenia Oganova. If you know someone who would be a great guest, tag them on a social media and let them know about the show. And please include the hashtag Conscious Coaches on a Mission. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. I'm regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and the guests. It means a lot. Want to know more? Go to my website, transcensiongate.com, to advance your consciousness and scale your business in a sustainable way using Wealth Energetics and Soul Design. And join my Facebook group called High Ticket Clients Energetics for Spiritual Coaches. Thank you so much for being here, and I'll see you next time.